What is up, my friends? Welcome to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily Boston Bruins podcast where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. And it was a very eventful and confusing weekend in Bruins land. We're going to get to that in a moment. But first, let me tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. To keep up with the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, you can follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Boston Bruins. You can also find me at ENC McLaren. That's I-A-N-C-M-C-L-A-R-E-N. Please subscribe to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast on your favorite podcast app, whether it be Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, wherever else you listen. Each new episode will be automatically uploaded to your feed for you to download, enjoy, rate, and review if possible. That would be very much appreciated. Now let's begin with the big news from training camp over the weekend, and that was the Bruins taking to the ice at Warrior Ice Arena for practice with a much smaller group than anticipated as nine players were deemed unfit to participate by head coach Bruce Cassidy. The interesting thing here, first of all, was that Saturday's practice took place at 3 p.m. as opposed to the typical 9.30 or 10 a.m., uh, I reached out to ask uh, Connor Ryan of Boston Sports Journal about that, and he said Cassidy's uh, goal in that was to give the Bruins some more later day uh, heavy skating as their Ram Robin games will be played, uh, I believe, at 3 and 4 p.m. So just kind of getting them used to skating hard at that time of day. Now, in addition to David Pasternak and Andre Kasha not being fit to participate. Uh, we also were without Charlie Coyle, David Krejci, Tori Krug, Sean Corrali, Tuka Rask, Nick Ritchie, and Chris Wagner. Now, very significant names on that list. All players who would be penciled into the opening night lineup. And, uh, you know, Cassidy said, we had no injuries to speak of. Unfit to play, the league has asked us to continue along that line for the respect of the privacy of the players. That's what we'll do. There's always different reasons. There's the quarantine rules. There's waiting on test results. There's a number of different things that factor into this. It doesn't automatically assume we have a positive test. So all these players, not injured, but whether it's quarantine, a false positive test result, a positive test result, number of different factors that they're waiting on, but all nine of these players were unable to participate in practice on Saturday due to COVID-related reasons. Cassidy added, we want to get to Toronto as healthy as possible. If you remember, the Bruins are scheduled to fly to Toronto on July 26th, which is next Sunday. Sunday was a scheduled day off. So we'll see here on Monday who's back and who has been cleared to resume practicing. We did hear on Sunday that uh, Charlie Coyle tested negative. That was via his agent 
who talked to Fluto Shinzawa of The Athletic. His agent, Bob Norton, said he was held out of practice on Saturday after returning an inconclusive COVID-19 test. He later tested negative, consistent with all previous other tests. So uh, Charlie is basically fine and should be able to practice on uh, Monday. Now, as it pertains to David Pashnak and Andre Kasha, I talked on Friday about the fact that they were seen skating elsewhere before reporting to the Bruins for phase three. And it looks now um, as written by Kevin Paul DuPont, who asked that question at or on the Zoom call with Cassidy on Friday. He posted an article on the Boston Globe uh, this weekend and wrote that their workouts in the wake of returning from their homes in the Czech Republic have been with a collection of young non-NHLers, including amateurs and minor pros, at the Valley Forum in Malden. Per league guidelines, NHL players are not permitted to skate in Phase 2 or Phase 3 of the return-to-play protocols with anyone other than fellow team members. So that would suggest that it was a bit of a whoopsie on the part of Pasternak and Kasha to have been skating at this other rink. Um... DuPont continued saying right now and perhaps right up to the time the team charter goes wheels up next Sunday, there's no telling how well prepared Boston's first and second line right wingers will be for what could be a 70 day haul to win the Stanley cup. There's no telling at the moment if either of them will be free of COVID concerns or entanglements and be eligible for the flight. For the record, the globe on Friday sought comment from team president Cam Neely and GM Don Sweeney, Both chose not to address what Pasternak and Kasha had been up to of late and whether the Malden skating sessions fit within the league's detailed Phase 2 and 3 protocols. Bill Daly, the NHL Deputy Commissioner, also wrote back via email that the league would have no comment. A voicemail left at Valley Forum on Friday seeking comment about the recent practices went unreturned. That's a whole lot of silence, which shouldn't surprise anyone, but it's also quite telling. DuPont continues participating in the Malden workouts doesn't look good on Pasternak and Kasha. They likely were trying to give themselves a running start into the return to play camp and either ignored the phase three protocols or more likely weren't fully aware of the exact details or figured they could duck under the radar with no one the wiser. Me personally, I think it was a case of them being over eager to skate. They knew they weren't able to attend warrior. They wanted to get on the ice. Um, and at the very least, it's, like I said, just a, a brain fart on their part and uh, really just a sign of exuberance, them wanting to get on the ice, not going about it in the right way, and now setting themselves back and possibly the team. The thing with the NHL's directive to only use unfit-to-play language is that uh, there can be a lot of gray area there, and even Bruce Cassidy admitted that on Saturday. He said, I've tried to be upfront." We're protecting the players' rights. They collectively bargained to come back. So if you want to put it out there, any information, why they're not at practice, yeah, it makes my life easier. Sometimes I don't know what happened with each and every individual and their testing and what they were told, how long they were quarantined. I have a pretty good idea, but it seems to differ between players. Past his agent, good. There are probably a lot of conversations about it, speculation. When you don't get answers, you're going to speculate. That's what we've opened up ourselves up to with the players him coming out kind of put a nail in that coffin 
that he tested positive. That's good news for us. At the same time, he's not with our group, and we'd like to have him back. Hopefully, because of the negative test result, I believe players need two negative results in order to resume practice. So if he's already tested negative once, hopefully he had another negative test over the weekend. That would be David Pasternak, and that he's back here at practice on Monday. So a lot of uncertainty with regards to the Bruins. Like I said, a number of key players were missing on Saturday. Uh, Coyle had the negative test. We know that for sure. And uh, we'll see here at the beginning of the week who is able to practice now that we have, yeah, a week until the Bruins are set to fly to Toronto for uh, the beginning of return to play, which will kick off with the next exhibition game on Thursday July 30th against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Let's talk for a moment about rockauto.com. You know that chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do, for example. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. If you go to RockAuto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now, in lieu of a practice on Sunday, uh, Don Sweeney hosted a Zoom call to try to further clear up what was going on. Uh, He said of the absences, Sweeney said, right now it's all about flexibility Uh, to change what was intended and because it's really what has to be done. Players went out and had a good practice on Saturday with the players that were available, executed the things they wanted to accomplish in the course of that practice. We have players on the ice again today, so I guess some players skated on Sunday, and hopefully we'll have a full group on Monday. He added, we have to be able to adapt on the fly, and I think coaches are also understanding that now as well. You'd like to be at full capacity the entire time, but I referenced the fact we weren't going to be. We were going to have situations that would arise and we would have to deal with the mental side of it. So basically, Don Sweeney and company have all along been anticipating that there would be bumps on the road. I I don't think they would have anticipated this big of a bump with Pasternak and Kasha and then all these other players missing on Saturday as well. But again, they're doing the best that they can. And uh, I believe Bruce Cassidy will have his players ready when that time comes to play. Now, it's been good that Zidane Chara, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, they've been able to skate every day without incident. Tukarask left practice, I believe, on Thursday for a bit after... Uh, a bit of a stinger, but he did come back for Friday's practice and was also named a finalist for the Vezina Trophy. And he, along with fellow finalists Connor Hellebuck and Andre Vasilevsky, 
uh, had a Zoom call on Friday, and I thought it was very interesting that he admitted to the fact that he doesn't necessarily expect to play every game uh, throughout the return-to-play process. And that's including the playoff round, not just the round robin. Rask actually said he'd be surprised if you see goalies play every minute of every game during these playoffs because the situation is so different. And that could open the door for Yaroslav Halak getting some games in during the postseason, something that he was not called upon last year because of how good Rask was playing. But with all these games packed into a short amount of time and the fact that they're coming off four months off and getting right into it could necessitate uh, a bit more of a timeshare in net. Rask added, We've had the luxury of me sharing the net with Yarrow the last couple of years, and it's worked out great for us. As far as the playoffs are concerned, you never know. You lay off for four months, and then you go right into playoff hockey. There might be some injuries and some nagging injuries that could occur. You're growing your hips. I'd be surprised if you see goalies play every minute of every game during the playoffs because the situation is so different. I'm looking forward to it. He went on, you never know, but I guess we'll see what happens. We've had the luxury of having two very good goalies, so I think we're in a good spot. Rask and Halak, of course, are the winners of the William Jennings Award as the best duo in the NHL. He said, the way I look at it, all bets are off because everybody has been off for four months. It's not the same situation that it would have been or it could have been in March or April. Everybody's starting from scratch, trying to recapture the feeling you had when the quarantine period started. It's going to be tough. As a team, we're just trying to go out there, start strong, and recapture the energy we had. I'm going to go out there and try to play my best, and we're going to have three games before the playoffs start. Four if you include the exhibition game. Hopefully you can get that good feeling back with yourself and you're ready to start playoffs. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy for anybody. All of us just trying to do our best to prepare and make a good product for the audience to watch. Sweeney addressed these comments on Sunday as well, saying Tuca is in a great place mentally and physically. They've shared the net the last couple of years, he and Yarrow, and they have a great relationship. They push each other. We do have both goalies that we feel very comfortable with, obviously, Sweeney rewarded Halak with an extension or a one-year extension earlier this offseason or earlier during the pause, and he clearly values his presence on the roster. We all know how he's impacted Rask's game positively. And um, Sweeney said, we've been able to win home and away. We'll continue to feel that way going forward. Obviously, that doesn't matter as much during the postseason or during this postseason uh, with no home ice advantage, but... Uh, It's a luxury for the Bruins to have those two high-quality goalies, and it would certainly behoove them to make use of that, especially if you know Rask comes out, he's not looking the top of his game early on, turn to Halak, get him some reps, and then since they are so used to going back and forth, it shouldn't be that big of a deal, and it might actually be to the Bruins' benefit to use both players. Needless to say, the first week of return to play training camp did not go according to plan for the Bruins with Pasternak and Kasha absent for pretty much all of it. Uh, Pasternak was able to skate with the big group on Wednesday. Kasha skated on his own. Uh, Really 
unfortunate that they weren't able to get in there for an extended period of time. And uh, then with these additional seven players being held off on Saturday, not at all what Bruce Cassidy and Don Sweeney and Cam Neely were planning. But um, yeah, hopefully here on Monday, they can get things back on track a little bit with more people back at practice. And this is kind of just the new reality, trying to do sports in the COVID era. Uh, Exposure, testing, unfit to play. These are all terms that we'll continue to hear for quite some time and just continues to raise the question as to whether this is all worth pursuing. The NHL, of course, will not be sidetracked unless there's a major failure here at some point and um yeah just it's it's really scary to think that some of these guys could catch the virus that some of them might not be able to play and it's just going to be kind of a day-by-day thing so um that's where we're at right now and hopefully the bruins can get everybody back on the ice all together and finally get some um, consistent reps in with the lines that Bruce Cassidy envisions for the time being. Uh, You know, Andres Bjork has certainly benefited. Carson Kuhlman has been bumped up the lineup and some other guys who we might not have seen skating with the regular group are getting some looks. You know, Sean Corrales is getting bumped up to the third line on the right side and, um, yeah, I'm not sure what Bruce Cassidy is thinking in terms of lineups. He probably is just taking it day-to-day as well, hoping for the best, but planning for whatever might arise. And that's, yeah, pretty much hockey in the COVID era at this point. You know, I saw a lot of people commenting with, with baseball kind of ramping up over the weekend that it's e- easy to still have mixed feelings about it all. We want to watch sports. We miss sports. But we're also concerned for the well-being of the players and their families and the staff and just a lot of conflicting emotions going on, I'm sure, with with the players and the staff and the coaches themselves. Um, And at the end of the day, what's worth most is human life, obviously. And uh, I just really hope that, uh, yeah, it's just uh, we don't look back in a couple months and think, This uh, was a bad idea. Um, So yeah, (laughs) sorry to be a bit of a downer there, but covering training camp even from afar uh, as the host of this podcast has been uh, just a mix of emotions. And um, like I said, hopefully here on Monday, the Bruins can get everybody back on the ice and on track to play and uh, head to Toronto safely on Sunday uh, with a view to yeah, winning the Stanley Cup. That's the goal. So that's it for Bruins updates from over the weekend of training camp. Like I said, it's uh, concerning to say the least. And Ryan Rashog of TSN has tweeted this morning about how players need to be tested prior to traveling to Canada. He said NHL players need three negative tests spaced 48 hours apart in the seven days prior to travel to Canada. Any positive tests after Wednesday or Thursday this week, and they won't hit that mark. We could be talking about players left behind until cleared. Crucial week for the league's testing. 
He went on, any positive tests, teams would likely retest immediately to rule out false negatives, but each test has turn around time and there is little margin for error. I've heard stories of teams testing twice the required amount the last 10 days or so to make sure they're good. So obviously here on Monday is a crucial time for the Bruins as they, you know, try to get the seven players that missed on Saturday back on the ice as they try to get Pasternak and Kasha cleared to practice and then has subsequent negative tests in order to travel to Canada um, on the 26th. Um, at this point, I would not be shocked if, if one or either is left behind uh, because of how things have gone so far, and that would be uh, not great for, for the Bruins, obviously. And, yeah, I, I just don't really know what to, what to say or, or what's really going on because we only have so much information to go on. So today, Monday, will be uh, a big turning point, let's say, in training camp. And hopefully as many players as possible are on the ice for head coach Bruce Cassidy uh, as he leads practice here today. On a positive note, it seems as though we might be in for some pretty entertaining hockey once things get rolling. Uh, in a CBC article, uh, or I guess it's Canadian Press article posted by Josh Clipperton over the weekend, um, he said, or cited some players saying that the style of hockey being played so far in scrimmages and just how players are fit unlike, well, not unlike a typical training camp scenario, but um, people are really, you know, getting right down to it. And so we can expect hockey that's fun to watch. According to Maple Leafs captain John Tavares, he said intensity is going to be high, extremely fast-paced. We'll probably see some wild hockey games. Capitals defenseman John Carlson says it's going to be fast and wild. Uh, Clipperton wrote, most players were off skates for two months or more after the league suspended its schedule March 12th because of the coronavirus outbreak. Some had access to gyms while others were cooped up in condos without any equipment at their disposal. NHLers started to trickle back into arenas as different jurisdictions opened in the spring. Clubs were allowed to make facilities available for voluntary on and off ice workouts in June. Everyone's had a chance to get away and reflect and get some rest and probably feel a lot better mentally and physically with a long break like this, according to John Tavares. We know how fast and talented our league is overall. There's not much room for error, so the stakes are high right off the bat. Vancouver Canucks defenseman Chris Tanev actually thinks that playing in an empty arena will make the games perhaps more exciting or... Um, reduce those big momentum swings at the very least. He says the momentum swings will be quite different, especially when you don't have fans cheering for you or when you're on the road and the rink gets going and the other team can maybe get five or seven minutes of a big momentum swing. So basically he's saying if one team scores, it won't take as long to uh, perhaps get back on track or rebound, react because you won't have uh, you know, the crowd hanging over you uh, kind of thing. So that that's an interesting. I hadn't really thought about that before. Leafs general manager Kyle Dubas said, there's no experience that anyone had like this. You can look at some of the K 
Canada Cups or World Cups for players who come into tournaments on long layoffs. Those are September tournaments usually, coming off April, May, June finishes, depending on where you were in the standings. This is an August resumption after a March ending, so almost a five-month layoff for everyone between games and just one exhibition game. I really don't have any idea what it's going to look like. So, yeah, all that to say, once hockey does resume, it will be a completely unique experience. Reports are that the NHL is working hard to make that presentation interesting, to make the arena you know, look cool despite no fans, so you won't just see empty seats um, kind of thing. Uh, so I, for one, am re- I'm really interested to see how that will look. And again, hopefully we as Bruins fans have our whole complement of players to watch when uh, they do take to the ice on the 30th against the Blue Jackets and especially on the 2nd of August against the Philadelphia Flyers. Anyways, thank you so much for, for tuning in to today's episode of the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I did mention on Twitter this morning that we are at number two on the U.S. Apple hockey charts this morning and that's very encouraging to see i thank you so much for the support and uh if you can give a rating and a review on apple that would be very much appreciated do now take some time to listen to the locked on nhl podcast Uh, always some great hockey content over there and yeah i hope you're all doing well taking care of yourselves and we will talk to you again tomorrow on the locked on boston bruins podcast take care friends